The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I want to try this love thing out. If we love on people is as they come in and go out, give them some amazing food. That is more marketing than any Instagram post can do locally because they're going to go and they're going to be like, God, that was different. The food was so good, but they said, thank you. They said, welcome. They made me feel that I was, that I mattered. Hi, everybody. It's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. Chef Alisa in the building. You, you, you do all the things I wish I could, but you are a renowned and beloved chef. You have your own restaurant, My Two Cents. You now are the host of your podcast, My Last Meal. It's so lovely to meet you. Welcome. Pleasure is mine. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, How are you doing today? I am good. How are you feeling? I am feeling great. You know, I am back in LA. I've been doing a little traveling and I'm ready to, you know, get my LA on again. Mm. I have so many questions kind of about your journey to here, all about the food world, all mm-hmm. about your restaurant. What'd you have for lunch today? Put you on the spot. I've been juicing all day. Wow. Yes, I've been juicing, but but I guess technically breakfast was this smoothie called a psychedelic sunset. Oh, some mushrooms in there? Mushroom powder? I know, microdosing in the morning today. No, (laughs) it's like orange with cinnamon and coconut and some other yummy stuff. I'm I'm trying to be good. I'm 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 like I said, I'm getting back. I'm getting my winter body together. <laughs> so you're not getting your summer body ready, but you're recovering from the damage you did. Like exactly. a lot of us. I was traveling too. Uh-huh. I was I I feel like I'm always on this like yo-yo of like doing like extreme eating and eating out all the time right. and like getting my summer on. And mm-hmm. then and then it's like five days where I have to be so strict exactly. and I'm being so careful. And then exactly. it's back and forth yeah, and back and it's, forth. It's, it's a p- pendulum that swings. It is. And, you know, I look at my mom and she's always like, oh, I have to. She's 84. And I'm like, well, I'm really, you're really watching you're still it. Still at it. Yeah, <laughs> still at it. Aww. So, I mean, I think that when it comes to food, everything in moderation. So that's the that's the thing. Because it's like a drug. It's like an energy. It's like anything. Too much of anything. And I say that to say it like, have fun, but then pull back. So, you know, yeah. now it's time to pull back for me. Okay. And you it know. sucks, but I... <laughs> she came in with her beet juice. I'm yeah. so proud of you. Okay. Bag of juice. Okay. I am juicing and going to bed early. Okay. You know what? You'll feel good. You'll feel good. I mean, that's you know the other what? thing with and food. That's the thing. You know, it's that it's that instant gratification, but too much of it. And you look up and you're yeah. like, where did my health go? Yeah. You know, and for me, it's more of a health thing. I have to stay healthy. I want to be out here with the centurions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to be the old lady that's cute that they're like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? And you can't do that if you're full of pills and, you know, soda. Which no. I don't drink, but no. you know what I mean. Well, your mom's eighty four. It looks like genetically speaking, you're you're doing. You know, you got some we got advantage some on your side. We got some good genes. That's yeah. good. Yeah. 
you, I understand, were started out in production, right? Like yes. you had a totally different path totally different originally. Path. Mm-hmm. And so what? That wasn't resonating with you? You were fed up? You, you know, did you really dislike it or were you just unfulfilled? That's a good question. I think that it was the wrong production that just sent me into a whole nother, like, I'm not doing this. Mm. You know what I mean? Earlier on, I worked for Eddie Murphy and this and that. And we're talking about young, like 19. And it was great until, yeah, there was one production. And I think that until I... Until it wasn't. <laughs> until it wasn't. It's good until it isn't. isn't yeah, it? yeah. And I always, another thing, we started, I started giving dinner parties. And my best friend, Fatima, shout out to Fatima Robinson. She had this fabulous loft downtown before anybody was downtown and all of that. And she had a swing in it. Like, and we used to give these fabulous little dinner parties and I would try to cook. And I saw the ex- the excitement on people's face. There was something that resonated with me when I fed people and they got so happy. And I was like, hmm. Mm. I love this. It's kind of like the performer who decides to act after they get a lot of applause when mm-hmm. they're up there doing their thing, right? Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. And you're good. serving. And I'm serving. Yes. And I think that I remember it's more about the feeling that I give versus, you know, I love cooking. I feel because sometimes I'm like, I hate this shit. <laughs> it's so manual. Oh. You know? So, like, because I'm thinking of, like, you know, people, artists, you know, I always say, like, you got to get sick of it. You got to be sick of, like, doing Mm -hmm. glam or doing makeup. Mm -hmm. Like, and and some people are like, no, 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 I could literally do hair every day. But with you, with cooking, there are days when you're like, I don't want to chop the damn There are days, exactly. And anybody else that tells you they want to sing every day or they want to, they're delusional. (laughs) Because you know you don't want to. That that doesn't take away the love for it. Mm -hmm. And that's what, it's the thing about. When people say, this is what gets me up in the morning. Because anything else, I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't get up. And so it's like that with food. There's days that you're excited and want to be there. And then, you know, like anything else, there's days where you're like, "Mm." but once you start doing it and people like, ah, you're like, okay, where did the night go? It's over, you know? But I, I, I would say that it was a leap of faith because I was working in production and pretty far in to where, you know, you're right there to the next level. And I just, I looked around and I was like, you know what? My parents always said, do what, what makes you happy inside and everything else will work itself out in terms of career. And it's not, a, it's about believing in, in that. And if you want to do something that you love, you may have to take the long route. And I did, and I don't mind that, you know what I mean? Because I found peace in the day. I live in the now so much. Mm, Every day is extra credit, people. Yes, I love that. You know what I mean? Every day is extra credit. We have so many examples of how people don't realize that every day is extra. Every single day is extra credit because no one says that I'm supposed to get old. You know what I mean? Those are things that we don't know. So, Mm. And how how fortunate that you had parents that said, you know what, you do what what fills you up. Mm-hmm. You do what feels good. You do what you exactly. want to do every day. Exactly. You know, because a lot of people aren't getting that message from their parents. Mm-mm. You know, it's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, live in fear. Hold on. Attached to all exactly. the things that you're supposed exactly. to do. This makes sense. There's a guarantee over here, by the way. There are never guarantees. 
but to have the freedom to say, okay, maybe this won't happen overnight, Mm -hmm. but it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, at least write it out. You guys, we're still in August. Summer is still here. And if you're anything like me, you are running around to different parties and barbecues, maybe some summer weddings. I'm going on one more little holiday and I need things to wear. When it comes time to get ready for all these things, there's one important thing I'm definitely saying yes to. I've told you about it before. It's my monthly clothing rental subscription with Newly. With Newly, I get my choice of any six styles each month, and I have access to thousands of different styles from more than 300 plus brands. We're talking dresses for resorts, we're talking premium denim, which you know I live in, and even one of a kind vintage pieces. Don't worry, Newly has a range of sizes from petite to plus sizes, all the way up to 5X. Plus, they've even got maternity wear. With Newly, you'll get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state of the art laundering facility. So, this is no laundry you even have to worry about. At the end, after you wear these pieces, you even have the option to buy what you love at a discount, which can even be up to like 70% off. So, as you continue to perfect your summer wardrobe, guys, They've got everything you need. They've got all the trends that you want to wear, those crocheted looks, some full-on print, maybe some neon. You can get your summer wardrobe pieces without breaking the bank. And I also love Newly because they care very much about sustainability. Orders are shipped in recycled, recyclable, and reusable totes with no plastic packaging. Clothes are cleaned using energy and water-efficient methods, and most importantly, styles are repaired and upcycled rather than thrown out. Pretty awesome. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $10 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code CAT10. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code CAT10. Sign up to get $10 off your first month. Again, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's. And use my code CAT10. Newly.com. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. New podcast alert to tell you guys about. If you want a little drama, this is going to be a fun escape. Perhaps you've heard of it. It's called Fed Up. Do you ever scroll through social media and wonder, what is actually real? What can I believe here? Misinformation can be so, so dangerous, especially when it's related to your health. There's this woman named Tanya Zuckerbrot. She's the founder of the trendy high-fiber F-factor diet. She's got all these celebrity followers. She's got a big old house, a nice husband, goes on all these vacations. But allegations of troubling side effects with the diet have surfaced and people started really questioning what is she selling? Emily Gellis, a popular fashion influencer, saw all these allegations. She put the diet on blast to her own large social following and she launched a crusade to expose Tanya and the F-Factor diet. You can imagine a lot of drama ensued. 
there was an online feud, but that escalated into real world threats, lawsuits, and a whole lot more. From Wondery, the makers of Over My Dead Body and The Shrink Next Door, comes this new series about wealth, wellness, and influence. Host Casey Wilson guides us through the crazy feud, telling both sides of the story with a side of sarcasm. Listen to Fed Up on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app. That's Fed Up. Hi, guys. My name is Sarah Nicole, and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays. Subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. You're French trained. Mm-hmm. So you took this leap of faith and what? Went straight to, to, to New York. To learn? Trained under David Barker, five okay. stuff, yeah. Okay. So then I was there and that's when I realized that I was doing this because I was passionate. A lot of chefs there were more technical. You know, it became a technical thing and I was that was the only thing that bummed me and I was like, oh, everybody's not passionate about food. Everybody doesn't love food to its core. They do, but it's different. It's more of a process and like they love the technique of it all. I was in love with the food and the spirit of it all. So once I went to New York, I just, it changed me because I, I, I love the technique, but I also learned so much. And, and, but at the same time, I was like, some of these people would still lived in fear. You're going to open a restaurant? Why would you do that? You don't know enough. It's going to take, like, it was crazy. And I was like, mm, I'm just going to go for it. Like, there, what people don't understand is, like, in life, you get 50% chance. That's, that's a lot to make it or not. It's either or. You'll make it. You'll, you won't. You'll survive. You keep going. You know what I mean? It, life is two holes. You come out of one alone. You go in the other one alone. What are we going to do between these two holes? Mm-hmm. It sounds like you had the self-belief. You had the, you had the, I'm sure you were scared shitless also. Don't oh get me wrong. God. But like you knew enough to bet on yourself. You had gotten enough training under your belt. You were going to do it your way. I want to, I want to go over here. Right. I don't necessarily need to do that. And even if people are telling you, no, 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 chef, like that's crazy. Open a restaurant, all these things. I understand, you know, people were like, no, no, you're too old. You're a woman. You're oh, black. Yeah. This isn't going to happen for you. That's what I was told. Uh-huh. You're young. You're black. This is not going to happen for you. <laughs> and I mean, you're too old. And, you know, I, life, I mean, again. Did you I, ever like ponder that and go, well, maybe they're right? Or were you always kind of like, Screw that. It pissed me off, yeah. So it, it, it pissed almost me fueled off. you a little it, bit. It fueled me, mm. exactly. And it was like, in my youth, I lost a lot of my friends in high school through violence. My best friend was murdered. These kind of things. So when you get, when you lose life or appear when you're young and life is taken from them, and I didn't grow up in the hood. I'm not like a hood rat and all this stuff, but I had friends that, you know, were in certain things or got the wrong boyfriend like she did in the cost of her life. You kind of look at life differently. 
Mm-hmm. You kind of, it makes you, it forces you to live. And if you don't make it to the finish line of what you think is the finish line in terms of what you should accomplish in life, then you didn't. You know, it's okay. Like after you're dead, you don't get to worry about who's going to pay those bills and this and that. So you shouldn't think of life like that. You should live every day. Like, obviously, the term, and live every day like it's the last. I'm not saying that, but I am. But if you can just kind of ponder and say, I'm just grateful for today. Hopefully I can make it there tomorrow. You know what I mean? Opportunity. Every exactly. morning, it's kind of like what you said. Every every extra day is extra credit. I never heard that. I love that. But yeah, if with if with the mindset, with the right mindset, getting up every day and like, what, what are we going to do today? We have mm-hmm. this day, mm-hmm. the opportunity that is available to us. Exactly, exactly. Even though when I first opened the restaurant, chefs weren't that popular. Chefs weren't, we didn't have social media and all of this. So it was popular in terms of LA Times and all the food writers there and written up in, you know, the local papers and stuff like that. And even a shout out in New York Times. But it was different. You know, it was a different time. If I, if this scene probably was back then, then it, I'd probably be more famous than I am now. Yeah. As I'm not famous, but hood street famous is what I'm saying. Oh, yes, you are, girl. LA local. We're famous. You're yeah. famous. Hey. Famous as you want to be. Yes, you are. And you got your own show now, so you're doing all the things. I yes. mean, which is crazy to think about. I mean, it's, it's funny you point that out because these days it's like, it's just all the different layers that one doesn't have to do, but if they want to continue to reach people and grow their quote unquote brand and all these things mm-hmm. and bring people to the, to the restaurant. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's necessary. How are you, how are you feeling with all this side of, of the business now as you continue to grow? <sighs> Cause you got more going on than like things we can't even talk about. That you're I know cooking we have up. some good, some, we have some good things cooking up. We have some very <laughs> good things cooking up. It's just a labor of love. So I'm a, I'm a weirdo. You know what I mean? Literally, I do things in unconventional ways and my passion exudes me. And I think that draws people to the love that we have for food at My Two Cents. So I was there every day. I stopped counting at like 1,562, to be exact, of shrimp and grits that I made personally. Like, and that was five years ago, like at the restaurant. We just had our ninth year anniversary. My jaw was open, everyone. I'm like, what? 1,500 mm-hmm. plus days every single day? Oh, yeah. Woo! It was crazy. Wow. But every day I loved it. I loved it because it was mine. And every day, you know, there, there's been times when I was going to lose the restaurant that, which we had a great fundraiser. Shout out to Salon. She helped a whole bunch and the family. It was days that I opened my eyes and just started crying before I even could even literally think of anything else. Like, I've been there to where you open your eyes and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. (laughs) So the extra day doesn't doesn't feel like extra credit. It feels like a curse because you're already waking up to. Well, that's when you have to go harder in your meditation. You have to just dig your way out because all we have is our thoughts. But if you think about it, like, Thoughts are nothing like you can't you have to control what you can control. And when when you can control your thoughts into thinking positively, not positively, but thinking of ways out. I'm a solutionist. Whose dick do I have to suck to save this restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> How many were there? <laughs> uh, I don't want to show you how cheap of a whore I was. <laughs> well, I did hear that, though, that like you, I mean, it's like the story of like, okay, we're about to go broke. This this could all come crashing down. Mm-hmm. This was not, you know, the case of a complete smooth sailing. You had to fight the fight here. Baby, fighting it hard. And the fact that my employees worked for a couple months for for free. Oh, man. Like sitting in staff meetings, just bawling my eyes out. Like, you know what I mean? And the fact that, you know, pride, you have to put that aside if you want, if you see your goal. Some people are like, you know, do you, they did some study about how many people that end up homeless because of pride. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to tell people your problems. You're okay. Okay. Nobody, I don't, I don't want to tell anybody. I'm going to live in my car for a minute. Next thing you know, you're full out homeless. My dad always used to say, a closed mouth don't get fed. A closed mouth does not get fed. So pride, it could be like ego. People think it's different. It's an ego thing. And I wasn't going to let people know that I was suffering. The business was going to close, this and that. And it was one chef friend of mine that was like, you got to just tell, you don't understand. You've been in that restaurant. You don't know who's supporting you. You don't know those people. You don't know what they do. Every person that comes in there and spends $30, $40, has a job, obviously, but knows a hundred people, other people that may love you. You don't know what positions they are. You don't know who you fed. You don't know whose assistant came in there and got this food from you. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. And literally, I remember putting the thing up, not saying anything, put the little fun, go fund me thing right there on the cake counter. And I swear, in f- I think we had $15,000 in eight days. Like, it was crazy. You know, and that was from the people that come there. That's not from the fancy celebrities that I asked for something. Somebody just wrote a check, right? Yeah, nobody came through. You know who you are. Mm, When was this? When was the... the, the, Around 2018. Okay, so this was even before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Just the the, the walls were kind of caving in. Yeah, yeah. Were you able to pinpoint, I'm sure, like what what was going wrong? What, What within the formula was making you go broke? I was, I was a, it was a, a bitter dispute between the first, my first partner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some yeah. business yeah, some gone business bad, bullshit. basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it sucked. So people rallied for you. They rallied. And you used your voice mm-hmm. and you said, I'm in need. And mm-hmm. then people just came it out. It was overwhelming. Oh, it so was cool. crazy. So cool. It was so humbling because I didn't realize I was feeding half of Hollywood like this. And I didn't realize that. You know, we had this fundraiser and Solange stood up and was like, I love that place. Let's do, you know, some type of fundraiser and a dinner. And and when I tell you so many people came together to make this night happen and the tickets sold out in like less than 24 hours. But I'm not talking about we're talking about like. The head of this studio is sitting next to like some Latino fucking janitor from Arizona that that sitting shoulder to shoulder to support me and the restaurant. It was incredible. And so I met some, the speaking of that Latino family, I forget their name right now. And it's driving me crazy. They were like, we came here because you tried to treat us like no other. You Because it was one of the nights when I used to come out and talk to everybody. And they were like, we live in Arizona. We drove here. For this fundraiser. And I was like, what are we guys going to do now? And they're like, we got to go to work tomorrow. They drove back to Arizona that night. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh my gosh, because of the community that you created. Yeah, and for just love. If you give love. people love, yeah. we don't yeah. understand how far love goes. It may be corny. It's not in right now. You know, people, you know, I feel like people shit on love right now. They love a cancel. They love people's demise. And I just want to say that is going to be all of our demise. You can't sit in your little corner on your little, with your little thumbs hating because it's coming right to your front door. You can't lead with this shit. Everybody wants to pull everybody down. We cannot live in a society where no one makes mistakes because guess what, stupid? We're going to be the slaves. Everybody. Yeah. Man, that, I mean, that hurt my heart when you said love is not in right now because you're so right. Because that conflicts with everything I hope for and stand for. But you are right. Like, exactly. we got to bring people back. Love needs to be trending okay. every day. Okay. Yes. You know, but 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 people don't understand how that's the beginning to a, a disaster for us all. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't give people chance to evolve, then we can't as a society. Where is the compassion? Why? What? What? Because everybody hates themselves. Yeah, it all starts. People hurt people, hurt other people. Exactly. Don't move. It sure is a beautiful day. We'll be right back. I was out to dinner with a friend. I'm not going to put her name on blast, but she literally was like, Kat, I don't take a single supplement. I literally, I was shook. I am so obsessed with supplements, and I have tried many. Let me tell you, you've heard me talk about various supplements, but there is a new company, and I am all in. It's called Reservage. This is a French-inspired beauty supplement and skincare brand that supports and promotes beauty from the inside out and outside in. One of the reasons I love this company is because self-care really is at the starting point. They've redefined their approach to beauty with this holistic mindset. They've got a purpose-filled vision and all this product innovation driven by the evolving needs of women like us through every age and stage of our lives. They've got many, many products in their entire skincare line. They've got micro-encapsulated copper peptides. They've got this powerhouse antioxidant that maximizes the appearance of smooth and supple skin. You know, of course we want all of that radiant skin on the outside. I have to say though, my favorite, I'm obsessed with their award-winning resveratrol. Have you heard about resveratrol? I've done a lot of homework on this and a lot of research. This is a supplement that if you care about health, you've heard this is very much talked about in in the, the wellness community. Resveratrol helps activate the longevity gene, giving us protection and an immunity boost that we need to stay healthier longer. Yes, that means like it helps fight off illness and disease and things like this. So boy, my resveratrol came to the door. I couldn't open it fast enough. You guys are going to love and you're going to love my discount for you, 30% off your product order at Reservage.com with code CAT30. Again, that's code CAT30 for 30% off your first product order on Reservage.com. That's R-E-S-E-R-V-E-A-G-E.com. And of course, it's in the show notes, like always. If you guys follow me on social, you probably saw me rocking my like bright blue 
cheetah printed jungle robe the other morning. I got that from Print Fresh and I'm pretty obsessed. Print Fresh is a woman owned luxury sleepwear and lifestyle brand made for those of us who like a little pattern and love a lot of cozy. This was created by textile designer and fashion entrepreneur Amy Valdishin. Flora and Fauna is brought to life on organic cotton loungewear and statement-making home decor that's got tons of personality. I love it. They've got bedding. They've got wallpapers, sleepwear, and accessories. They've got something for everybody who loves a good maximalist moment. And my favorite, they've got sizes from XS to 6X. Again, that's sizes from extra small to 6X. You've got free exchanges, What's not to love? And with that new season around the corner, dare we say autumn, Print Fresh is uh, welcoming new seasonal inspired pajamas. Head to printfresh.com slash cat. Use my code cat for 15% off your first order. You're going to love these. Let your sweet dreams begin, baby. Go to printfresh.com slash cat and use my code cat for 15% off your first order at Print Fresh. And now, back to It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. You know what we have to figure out? Mm. How to get followers with love. Because people, that that, they're obsessed. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? It's obsessed with with, with this whole idea of followers. How can we make them follow follow us to love? And get on their bandwagon because it's a lot more fun on the love side. I look at the people that are hating is just, I just look at it like this, a cry for help. That's all. Oh, you're crying for help again. You're crying for that attention and that that warmth. That's why I'm happy I feed people. You know what I mean? Because I used to literally, I walk up to every table. There's certain things that made my two cents special in the beginning. We yell welcome in synchronicity. Synchronicity. You know what I'm trying to say. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. That's cool. My regret is I haven't been to my two cents. How have I lived in LA 16 years and not gone? You're bugging. I know I'm bugging. I'm coming now. Come on. Okay, but you say, what what do you do? Opening for dinner very soon. Okay, good. So when you come in, we say welcome, and the whole place says welcome. And then when you leave, we say I'll say thank you. Sometimes it doesn't. We don't get to everybody because it might get busy. But yes. And if it's your first time, we do this bell and dance thing. And I used to come out and talk to people most every night. And that goes a long way because we did no marketing for, I don't know, the first six years. We still don't. I mean, we got Instagram, but we didn't do anything. And everyone was like, you're crazy. Because I didn't have any money. That's why it's called My Two Cents. Okay. And I thought, I want to try this love thing out. If we love on people is as they come in and co- go out, give them some amazing food. That is more marketing than any Instagram post can do locally because they're going to go and they're going to be like, God, that was different. The food was so good, but they said, thank you. They said, welcome. They made me feel that I was, that I mattered. You know what I mean? One time this woman came in and we were out of shrimp and grits. It was really busy and I was standing there. And she broke down in tears when they were like, she were out and she just went crazy. I ran around there and I was like, miss, I'm sorry. I just don't use any shrimp. Like, you know, what? And she was like, this is all I need. It was just, I was like, 
get to Ralph's now. Stand, somebody fucking get the goddamn trick. Oh, my God. And she said, you don't understand what your food does. She was like, I just lost a really good friend of mine, and all I needed, that bowl was just going to, we used to come here together and did the whole thing. So, you know, when we start thinking about what meals can do to people, mm-hmm. then love becomes cool. You know what I'm saying? What we can, how can we do whatever we're doing and turn a little bit of it in love? It's just, my my servers are very, very young. They don't get it. I was like, look, Mm. You can change people's days. Mm. What if nobody said hello or thank you to them in months? You know, it's just the little things, the little baby tweaks that make us kind of settle down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I Everyone, literally, do. people are just, ah, ah, who else is going to fall? Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. It's crazy. Yeah. God, that is so beautiful. It's the experience. Like, you were... You're offering an experience. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about food all Mm -hmm. day, knowing I was going to get to speak with you. And although I'm not a cook, I understand. I'm kind of like the the host, the entertainer. That I'm the nuance. I'm the lighting. Yes, like I'm the lighting. I like a pretty little place setting. I'm like thinking about the music in the background. I'm thinking about perfect. what the ritual uh-huh. can be, right? Even though I don't right. cook, but like I know how I know how it's supposed to feel. You can I have the best food in the world. Like you that are like, we know Sharon comes. She's like, I got the, the place, but and you're involved. Yeah. So it's almost like you cook because yeah, you know what I mean. Because you, you there is a regard for mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. That it's a respect thing that you get the power. Yeah. Of what can happen exactly. Like you can take the best plate of food but if you're in fluorescent light and it feels like you're in a hospital and you're not with somebody you love or like the music is bad yeah exactly you don't care Mm -hmm. you know so i it's so cool that you knew that like from day one that is the ethos and mission of what you wanted to do that is so cool that sustained you obviously and you proved it when everybody came out for you yeah and the fact that don't get me wrong we're still a little you know souped up hole in the wall but that's what makes it feel like love. I wanted a place that was unpretentious, that had high quality f- food that made everybody feel at home. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z and Beyonce, they came. I was like, oh, I could cook for them. I, of course, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend Melina, shout out to Melina, was like, no, they want to come because they heard this. the experience is cool inside. I'm like, what? Who told them that? But you know what I'm saying? So I it's do. like, it's not just mm. life isn't all fancy. Mm-mm. Life does not make you feel good to have everything fancy. And listen, they could pay for anything and anything. go anywhere. They, they could go halfway around the world. But- they could have had that restaurant extracted out of the ground <laughs> and brought to wherever they were. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But they want it. And this mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. when we think about like society today, that the, the, the fact that everything has to be pretentious when you don't have anything is not the answer to happiness. No. You know what I mean? Because you're still going to want that thing that just makes you feel normal. Yeah. Love is not on a rack at Bergdorf's. It's just it's not. not. It's just you not. You can't buy that and you can have a lot of things, but mm-hmm. that that love has to be cultivated. And I think that, you know, coming to a place like My Two Cents, I just wanted a place where everybody could just be like, ooh, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not taking pictures of the celebrities. We're not doing none of that. We're not doing any of that. Yeah. We just want everybody to feel fine. Yeah, feel fine. What's the food people are going to get when they come to eat at your restaurant? 
Well, when you come to eat at the restaurant, it's kind of like I took it from at my mom's house. We had the same thing every week over and over and over. So Tuesdays is pork chops. Wednesday is meatloaf. It was like clockwork. I wanted to have something that was consistent, that felt like mom, that also felt like L.A. So the menu is basically, I like to call it, if it, you know, it's a L.A., a black L.A. chef food from her childhood evolved into today's modern L.A. So obviously there's kale on the menu. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted some, a menu that was short and had staples and everything that was on it was a specialty so each mint, each dish was kind of cultivated by me. And then I would tap into my southern sister's roots. She is the pastry chef. Reezy, hello. Mm-hmm. She's a pastry chef of the restaurant. All of our, our desserts are hands down the best in the city. I'm not saying that because she's my sister. But she has a huge celebrity roster of what she's done for cakes and desserts for a lot of our clients. When you say my sister, your actual literal sister? My literal sister. Uh She is, I'm the youngest, and she is the pastry chef of my two cents. I cannot tell you that people will come in, and the food was crafted kind of like, I was in New York, and I'm French trained, so I was doing this whole thing, and I went to this restaurant, and... It just inspired me. And I was like, why am I not cooking some of the foods from my roots? I'm jealous, you know, and and putting this twist on it. This is fun. So it got me inspired to do something like that in L.A., something that people hadn't really seen, like evolved nostalgia. So something that not only that people from the South can wrap their arms around, but people from L.A. So if you have a gluten intolerant, We have, you know, my fried chicken is gluten-free, so it's a barbecue fried chicken. So it's marinated for 48 hours in barbecue sauce, fresh rosemary, crushed garlic. Then it is flash-fried in a non-GMO rice bran oil. I don't use GMOs. Mm. And we do it in a brown rice flour. So these are things that I also wanted to have people pay attention to what they put in their bodies. So, I, you know, people are like, it's just fried chicken. It's not just fried chicken. It's not. You know what I mean? It's halal. It's different. People are like, well, what's the difference? They just pray over it. No, they don't mm-hmm. give it pork. For all you people out here that think you don't eat pork, you're eating pork if you eat chicken because that's the feed that our beautiful country gives all of the animals. So mm. that's one thing. I wanted to also, we have a lot of vegans that never get to go and have fun vegan food. Now they do. Back then when we opened, it was just very limited, especially in a southern flair. So I wanted to do all of my greens, my black eyed peas, sweet potatoes, grits, greens, all those things vegan. So and gluten free. So that was one of the things that set our restaurant apart. Besides all the love, besides all the love, besides me coming to hug you and kiss your grandmother and us say thank you and welcome. And the music being amazing, curated by your girl, Chef Elisa. <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to create this thing of evolved nostalgia just kept coming from the soil to the soul. This is my two lines that we use all the time. And we wanted to feel, I remember there was a couple that came in from Serbia. And it was like very well put together person, couple. And then they came back twice, like later on that night. And I was like, what's up? What? They barely can speak. And he's like, this, he couldn't explain how good this food made him feel. And invited me to Serbia. 
he right where they yeah to come he was like it just feels like and that's what I'm talking about the soul in food is the feeling it's the love you can taste the love you can taste the the fact that people real people are loving on this food before it goes into your body mm. have you or did you before you made your mark. I mm-hmm. mean, soul food, I mean, that that could, like, you know, people like it a certain way and it's a cultural thing and they, they're used yes. to getting it one way and why would you mess with mm-hmm. that, Elisa? Well, that's why I called it my two cents because every time they, I was like, it's just my opinion. Uh-huh. It's just my opinion. Uh-huh. I was very methodical on trying not to step on too many grandmothers' feet. Right. And so they have told me too. This ain't no gumbo. <laughs> what is this? And so one of the time this lady, I was just like, oh, my God. And she was like, I was like, would you like a refund? She's like, no, I'm going to take that gumbo home and make me some real gumbo with it. Oh. I was like, I was like uh-uh. okay. <laughs> so, yes, people still, God you know, love our have, elderly. They're just, know. you know, they, the they know what they know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and maybe they're just not ready to change. And that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> you have the exactly. 80 years. You can do what you need to do. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, it was a very, I was very conscious of that. That's why I tried to to make it a thing in terms of let me lean into the health of it because I don't want people to get upset. Yeah. You but know. it sounds like it's subtle, which is so smart. It's, it's not like subtle. you're not hitting them over the head with exactly. it. It's just a subtle, exactly. it's going to creep up on them. They didn't uh-huh. even know. And then uh-huh. you're like, see how good that was? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, did you tomorrow. like, the, yes, you like those fried chickens with the vegan sides? And they're like, we ate vegan food. What exactly. is this? Exactly. You know, and yes. so I just wanted it to be a place where people, that we can see the food being evolved. And it was a place that you can just wrap your hands around and want to hug on it all mm-hmm. day. So. Let me ask you this. In L.A., because by the way, I love the L.A. food scene and I am I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Midwest. And it's one of the reasons I will never, ever go back <laughs> to, yeah. because of like there are just so many great eclectic restaurants here. And like you said, like the super high scale, the super strip mall mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. the super vibey K-Town. Like exactly. we've got all the we spots, got so much, yeah. all the spots. And I love eating in L.A. What's your favorite restaurant that is not your own oh my god cat really mm. like you know you dream about it sometimes because you really like it but maybe you shouldn't say it but you kind of have to go there anyway <laughs> well the thing is there's there's some restaurants that i want to go to that i have not gone to yet and i'm really pissed off and i can't what's get on in. the top of that list uh horses i knew you were gonna say that i keep hearing about this horses what, what's so supposed to be so good about it? Everyone's telling me, you got to get that reservation. It's hard to get in. It's not only that. I hear that it feels like something that I would like to be at because it feels like like the Chateau used to feel. And, in, in, you know, and I used to be at the Chateau Marmont way too many times. So they create much. a little vibe. It's a vibe. Okay. And then the food, you're just like, oh, 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 okay. Okay. Yes. So, Let's go. Yeah, we got to go. Okay. Come on. Someone tells me you can get in and I'll be your plus Man, one. Man, okay. I can get, I can I get no go. love. Shout out to horses <laughs> if you're listening. Horses. Giddy up. Giddy up. I need to be there. It's too funny. Um, um, so that's on the top of my list because not only that, people have mentioned it on my podcast and I'm like, I need to go. Yeah. And then my best friend was like, oh my God, yeah, we went to horses. It was so, <laughs> I was like, fuck you. She's like, you would love it. You would oh love it. God. Oh, that'd be so- 
that's amazing. I, something tells me you'll get in. Don't you worry. Just keep trying. Keep trying. And then call me. Okay. You'll be like, we're at the bar. Come here, cat. Horses. Is there anything at this point in your career? Mm -hmm. Like, is there anything? Because I can just tell by the way you work and the way that you serve and the way you live. Like, something tells me you just don't, you don't do much half-ass or partly. Like, you were in. You were like, sound like you were in. Is there anything that plagues you like at night like what keeps you up at night what do you like losing sleep over because like you've you've built all this now but is there anything that like it's kind of wrecking you that that you worry about or that you're dreaming about or that you can't stop thinking about I mean to be completely honest I have elderly parents so they always I'm always thinking about them oh. I'm always thinking about pops and all of that you know but I'm every day is extra credit, so I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that kind of like I'm always like, what the fuck, is the fact that I don't know. I have I always think that my restaurant will catch on fire. Oh, it's the weirdest thing. I have oh. this fear that it will catch on fire. Oh, like like literally, I don't know why, but I'm always like at three in the morning, like checking the cameras, like okay, oh, it's the trend, you know. Maybe because it almost like I was out of town once, and they were like. I think the restaurant's on fire. There's a, but it was a next door. So mm. I was just like, man, oh. if this thing mm. lit up one night. But other than that, you know, I'm just working on me, getting better with me. You know what I mean? Well, that did cross my mind because then I'm thinking someone this committed. I mean, the restaurant business in general. I mean, you hear people. It's like you don't have a life if you mm. are in the restaurant business. You don't. Is that true? It's beyond true. Okay. Like most of your life. Like, again, my last restaurant before this, I said I'll never open a restaurant again. I literally said... It is for people that are idiots. Like, who would do that? Who would not watch the sunset for years yeah. at a time? Yeah. Who would do that? Who would work themselves to the bone? Cat, look at all these burns. I got burns everywhere. Who would do that to themselves? Are you a masochist? Mm -hmm. But it is the feeling that you give the people. It is serving the community. And that's kind of like where, you know, you go, okay, I'm just not normal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying but, which is okay that's beautiful I think that's beautiful my son said that today he walked in in the middle he's at film school here in LA and he walked in the door Cute. for his lunch break and he was like yeah I was very hands on today very hands on but you know none of us are normal we're all a little weird and I like weird people I was like exactly. same like exactly. that is beautiful I love exactly. hearing that and that's what that's what drives people like trying to to understand that you're not normal and it's okay yeah you know, that's why we have fingerprints. <laughs> Nobody's fingerprint is alike. That's right. Not you know what I'm be. saying? And Not so. But when you say you're working on yourself, I kind of cut you off. Like, what What are you working on? I'm just going to go just, ahead and get on in there, yeah, Lisa. Yeah, you're going to okay? get in there. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I'll stop. <laughs> I'm working on intention. My intention for myself. Sometimes as a chef or a restaurateur or people that give too much, we forget about ourselves. Patting myself on the back sometimes. Like, you did that shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't have a... Gra I didn't graduate from high school, okay? Mm -hmm. So some of the, the accomplishments, like, I have to look back and be like, you fed a president of the United States before. You fed... I fed fed, fed Dick Cheney, too. So th that was... And John Kerry. So there were, like, very young in my life. So, like, I am working on patting myself on the back, giving myself love, and everything around me, love, in terms of what is to me, my space. What am I giving to myself today? My health. Why am I not? Why am I caring about so many other people? What about my health? And a lot of times we are in life and we're so 
good at giving advice or going to this and then and then we look back and we're depleted. So right now I'm practicing it's me time. Not it's me time and oh, I'm not gonna pay attention to me. It's me like, oh what how do I feel this morning? Wake up and give thanks to me. <laughs> Shit. Amen. You know what I mean? And, and Oh, yes. And, and oh, yes. It, Create that ritual, like right. anointing the queen every day. Yeah. It's got to be a practice. And breaking old habits. I mean, shit. I'm, I got habits that I formed 20 years ago that I'm trying to break. And breaking cycles. People, life is a project. Then you come back and do it all again. Okay? So, like, it's a never-ending project. And I think that I'm ready just to buckle down and love on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm too sensitive. I get, I'm reactive because I'm like, eh. you, know you know, when you start doing that, you're going to attract even more people loving you because wow. you're, you're filling yourself up and mm. that self-worth is where mm. it starts. Cause then you're going to be a big mirror and everybody's going to want even more Life. of you, of course, but you're going to get, you're going to receive more love because you're yeah. giving it to yeah. yourself. I believe that. You brought the love today. I am so happy to hear your story because I just connect with it so much. And now I can't wait to come to the restaurant. Everybody, if you're in L.A., you got to make a drive by, stop by and listen to the show. My last meal. Congrats on everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been amazing. We are going to horses. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Kat. Talk to you next Tuesday.